This episode is brought to you by the new Stars series, The Girlfriend Experience, a seductive look inside a world where intimacy comes at a very high cost. Binge the entire season beginning April 10th, only on Stars. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Sex Lives, the New York Magazine sex podcast. I'm David Wallace-Wells, and with me today, as always, is New York Magazine sex columnist Maureen O'Connor. Hey, Maureen. Hey. We've got a great show for you today. First, we're going to remind you about our Sex Lives voicemail box. We've been ending our shows with your responses to questions we ask at the end of the previous week's show or other things you call in with. This week, you're going to hear from a listener in the midst of a long sexual con. I don't know. It's kind of awkward. Um, I've taken to just straight up lying and making up sex stories when I talk about it with my friends. Ooh. <laughs> um, before we get to that, we're going to talk about the role of hands in sex in about a million different ways with two guests. Mandy Statmiller, author of, among other things, The Cuts Unwifeable column for which she recently wrote a piece called Move Over Butt Stuff, Handjobs Are Back. Mandy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. We're also joined by Ben Reiniger, managing editor of Vocative. Ben, welcome. Hi. And what's your qualification about handjobs? I'm the proud owner of a penis and two hands. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe we could start, Mandy, with you telling us about your piece and um, the role of handjobs in your life. Well, (laughs) handjobs. God. Um, how much time do we have? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I what I think is interesting is how many women assume that they know everything about a man's penis and how a hand job can really open up how little you know about, you know, the slight variations in in touch and locations and, you know, where to focus and You think through- it reveals more of that than say a blowjob. A little bit, yeah, because I a guy can't suck his own dick. In a hand job, you know, a guy that's like his kind of, you know, treasured secret that he does, you know, two to eight times a day, right? And <laughs> I also feel like you're sort of getting graded on a curve with blowjobs. So it's like they don't have to be that good. Exactly. To be yeah. Good. Unless you're has to be unless good you're to be toothy or your braces haven't come off, <laughs> you know, you're probably gonna get huge points just mm. for Yeah. Doing you know, it. a wet mouth. So I watched the Good Wife episode where Alicia Florick um, gives Denny from Gray's Hospital a uh, hand job, and it was so sexy and dirty and novel and reminiscent of kind of something that a seventh grader would do, something that her her child would do. That it kind of struck me that along with a lot of other things that I was seeing in pop culture and what I was experiencing in my personal life, that it was experiencing kind of a renaissance. I I, I think that a lot of times hand jobs are very ridiculed. Megan Fox, you know, uh, was accused of giving a hand job back in like 2007. (laughs) Well, just in in public. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, in public. And she was like, I haven't given a hand job since, you know, eighth grade or whatever and and it was it was interesting that she really wanted people to know that she would never stoop yeah exactly you were seeing it as like the stooping part is kind of hot yeah yeah exactly i mean i think that everything is so triple x rated and you know you could literally you know, type in uh, my mom gang banged by a midget and you'd be like, oh, my God, there is a video that I did not want to see. 
And with with hand jobs, it takes you back to a little bit more innocent, um, exciting time. Like, I, I don't know how you guys are with sex, but for me, you know, like I've come by someone just like slightly tracing and like teasing the inside of my leg, mm-hmm. which is very different than, you know, what I think the average 27 year old thinks when mm-hmm. like he's just jackhammering you and you're just like dude you know (laughs) read a book you know (laughs) um it's all about what's 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 not being done and what could be done i think it's the element of of possibility and also you know i I quoted my husband in the piece like it's kind of luxurious you're just like it's something that you can do on your own but to have someone else do it it's total pampering. You know, it's like for a woman, it's like, you know, digital penetration. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, I mean, tell me about how you enjoy that, Maureen. I mean, we're, <laughs> I'm trying to change the topic, <laughs> change the focus so that it's not just me being, you know. No, this raises a good question, though. Do you consider it a hand job? Were you also referring to men, like, digitally getting a woman off? Because do we use that disgusting term, fingering, or do we call that a hand job too? You know, I would, I, I'm going to, I'm going to just. You're going to defend fingering? I'm going to just, no, I'm, I was going to say, <laughs> I am totally on board with that. We're going to take know, the word hand job Free the nipple women. and take the hand job back yeah. for women. Yeah. No, I, I, I despise And I also would like to word. add the connotation of work to the thing that I'm like, how come it's always a job when like I'm doing it? I uh, once upon a time wrote a very uh, highbrow and sophisticated column for Nerve.com where I just made fun of the sex tips in Cosmopolitan Magazine. Oh, that's uh, great. And... Uh, I was looking back on one of them this morning and there's a whole section about hand jobs and it's like very like like all good cosmo sex advice it's super contrived and super over the top and sounds mm-hmm. a little painful it's like hold the dick in one hand and like slap it lightly with the other and then it's like and then volley <laughs> it back and terrible. forth between two hands uh, tie it in a knot know, tie it in a bow there's like some pinching recommended and then, and then the really amazing caveat which is uh um, many women make the mistake of being too gentle. Uh, oh my god! It's like literally the worst advice you could give to like a preteen handjob giver. Like generally, maybe in life, but also definitely in sex. Like make pre-teen. the mistake of being too well, teen, well, young. But, young. No, but the, pre- the preteen thing is interesting because when you were starting to talk, you were saying that you know the thing that um, about the Good Wife episode or whatever is that mm-hmm. you thought like the thing that was hot about it was that it was effectively like a 12 year old sexual encounter that adults were engaging in yeah and i mean it, I, I should say you know i mean it depends on you know when you had your sexual coming of age i guess no, totally, it's far- totally yeah yeah but the idea that like you know we think of our culture moving forward sexually so much as like finding new boundaries of um taboo mm-hmm. and i think the truth is for a lot of people like chasing the boundary backward is just as exciting like trying to recapture things like there's a way in which your really your first sexual encounters are always going to be the most charged even if they weren't actually all that pleasurable at the time i think that you are so used to touching yourself with your own hands that it's a kind of release of control to a very um primal amateur part mm-hmm. of yourself it's something where it brings up kind of a lot of i think triggers from when you were younger and i mentioned in the column that uh, you know, my husband had this like hilarious recollection of seeing some, you know, important free Africa movie. Um, <laughs> and it, for him, what he, you know, his review of the movie was I got jerked off by this chick and I never. I expect- remember a lot of movies that way. What's interesting to me is like, in my mind, we're thinking we're talking about two totally different things. There's okay. Like, there's a, a hand job that takes place in a public place, like when you really couldn't do anything sure, else. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Or one that you're doing like basically in the bedroom. And like I'm totally on board with the idea that like to this day, like as a 30 
three year old or whatever, like a hand job in a public place is super hot. Definitely. But I'm like in the bedroom, I I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm really right. All, all the really good hand job memories are like because of where Secrets. they were context. or because of some sort of context. See, yeah. I, I think that um, you know a, a kiss is a kiss and a hand job is a hand job. I think that it's it's exci- I think it's more exciting when uh, I mean any anyone who has an exhibitionist streak in them is going to get titillated by the idea of being you know caught or someone seeing them. But I think that a lot of the same kind of uh, visceral sense memory experiences are going to come up, even if it's happening in the bedroom. And also, you can do it a lot better. I mean, to me, it's like if you start uh, taking away some of the embarrassing or shameful aspects of each of the kinds of sex acts, it's like that's when you can really have a ton of fun. I feel like I've lost everyone in the room. <laughs> no, no. The you other, guys have just, just gone like, to your safe I'm place. I'm, I'm imagining yeah. your bedside table, like many, many, like accoutrement, you know? Oh, yeah. I have like um, a couple drop down uh, closets <laughs> and um, but secret. Yeah. Well, I suppose I wasn't necessarily thinking about like doing a hand job from like start to finish just with a hand. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like this is a thing that's incorporated perhaps more purposefully into like the sort of like set of things you do in the course, yeah, the course of sure. any sex act, right? Yeah. I mean, you can do it, you know, before sex, uh, after sex. You, I mean, uh, you know, and I, I think that it's just like it's one more uh, tool in, um, you know, it's like when you're cross training. It's like cross training <laughs> a sure. cock, you know. And so you you lose a lot more weight, and I think you come a lot more intensely <laughs> than. You, um, by the way, I am uh, I am receiving money from Big Hand Job, so <laughs> I'm I'm in their pocket just to be totally in their transparent. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank <laughs> you good for that. Good um, I mean, you also make the really good point that over the course of that, it forces you to be like, show me, how do you masturbate? Like, show me how to do this. And I always feel like that's like an important threshold in a sexual relationship like relatively oh. early that you need to be like wait what how does yours work but it's also a thing that i think a lot of people have some meaningful shame about like they could be quite open and comfortable with like just doing just about anything but then yeah. to like talk about what they do with themselves or privately is like a little weird I also want to talk about that gender divide because you mentioned that idea of the like a woman can never give a hand job as well as a man can. Like there was that like traumatizing well, quote that like a hand job is a man job. The wait, what was it? Well, and just to be clear, that quote was from um, a hilarious New York Times article. Hilarious in the sense that that quote was in the New York Times. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, and the quote was, um, "Wait, no, I've got it." A hand job is a man job. A blow job is a yo job. It's yo job. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's the paper of record. So, you know, I mean, and and I think that speaks to like a lot of really disturbing things, actually, that that speaks well, yeah. to the pressure on on women to like, yo, I could do this myself, you know, I mean, and that's actually, you know, another good way for women to not feel pressured into, you know, having to do oral is just like, what are you talking about? I just read in the cut that hand jobs are back and that's what I'm doing. And check it out. This is also my job. Um, <laughs> none so. of them are your job. You're obligated to none of them. But yes. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, and and uh, and honestly, if a guy says that to you, go running away screaming, yeah. you know, um, even. Yeah. So how do handjobs play out among gay men, Ben? Oh, yeah. Can you... <laughs> Hello. Sorry, not to just instantly make you be it's right. the designated it's, gay it's of a, the day. But it is because you're like, okay, so if the... Yeah. So as as Mandy is debunked, 
a woman can learn to give a blow, I mean, or a hand job. Sure. You know, it seems pretty individual. Does it play out differently when like you all have the penises? Well, and yeah, I think that's actually presumably have been doing them um, for quite a while. Well, I think it's fascinating in the context of like a one night stand because it's mm-hmm. a it's a sex act that's safe and. Like it still counts. You still can mutually orgasm, but there's yeah. no uh, there's no risk to it. There's no worry. Like no one in a rom com has ever been like we had beautiful hand jobs together, and then he never called me back. Like uh, it's sort of uh, no strings. Like yeah, easy fun way to get off together. But it's also sort of nicely egalitarian, right? You have mm-hmm. no top, no bottom. You're not trying to do ah. a terrible well, somebody goes first situation, maybe. or maybe not. Yeah, you could kind of do get it, it going roughly time. at the same yeah. time. If nothing, you can else. always find a power dynamic. I mean, that's had, true. if yeah. you want one, but if you're looking to, to not, or at least Make to have be, some yeah. sort of mutually orgasmic sex, it might be a little easier. Is there any, like, I mean, are handjobs categorically worse? I don't know, do you guys, as as people with penises, do you think a handjobs is categorically, yeah, just like lower on the totem? For sure. Yeah. Like, obviously. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what? How come you guys just been sitting there quietly while Mandy and I are like, all for this? And you're like, yeah, but we don't want to. Well, that goes back to the context or early sexual experience or fun one night stand or on a beach conversation, right? Like mm-hmm. all of that is easy to imagine. Yeah. The context in which like it's, we're just talking about the sex act and it's particularly mind blowing, I think is a little bit rarer, uh, at least in, in personal <laughs> Although the, experience. the way you describe it, Maureen, is like as being part of some like sexual encounter or you're describing it yeah. like, and intensifies overall that I can, I can buy that. I can yeah. That. yeah. Sure. But I think also that gets back to the sort of intimacy and familiarity issue that you're talking about, because if it is something that a guy's been doing every day for his whole life, it is very probably very difficult for someone to come in and, like, make it work to replicate that. But shouldn't that. it be, like, tickling yourself that, like, it just works better when someone else is doing it? I think it can. I mean, I, I, I feel like my guess is that it's an entirely different uh, sensation, and just the idea of something being different can can make it really exciting you know and so I think that's like oh my god I normally do this but I'm being brought breakfast in bed aka Mm -hmm. a hand job before we move on a quick word from our sponsor support for sex lives comes from the star series the girlfriend experience a new drama from executive producer Steven Soderbergh Riley Keough stars as Christine Reed a second-year law student who is introduced to the seductive world of transactional relationships providing emotional and sexual intimacy at a very high price. Juggling two different lives, Christine quickly finds herself attracted to the rush of control and power, but then realizes that everything comes at a cost. Binge the entire season beginning April 10th, only on Stars. I also want to bring up the concept of holding hands, which I find to be infinitely more intimate than sex. There's Seriously, something like so... if, I, if I reach my hand out right now. <laughs> okay. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, it would be so okay. Well, yeah, you're you... recoiling. You're literally like pulling back in your chair. You're like, please do not make me hold your hand. Move over hand jobs holding hands is bad. <laughs> yeah. New butt stuff, yeah. Is um but there's like I think it's because holding hands is just inherently romantic. I'm the same way with you. Um I I mean I I've been scarred by having people hold my hand. So I've had really <laughs> negative I mean, this is gonna sound like I'm, you know, bringing it to a really dark place, but I when I had a dating column for the post, I went on a date with a guy who then later was um, taken to jail for raping someone. And he, you know, that didn't happen with me, but it was a very aggressive, disturbing, Good. scarring encounter. And what I remember about that was him immediately, you know, holding my hand as we went into Central Park before he, you know, whipped it out and kept insisting you know, that I do things. 
And I, for a long time, felt like um, having someone hold my hands was this manipulative gesture into um, giving a sense of false intimacy. It can give the illusion of, look, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. You can fuck me. There's something so almost like too honest. I was about to say naked, which is like the opposite of handholding. Honest, But like there's something of just like, I really just want to be intimate with you. I'm lonely. Hold my hand. Yeah. And in this weird... I mean, this is, might be just, like, totally, like, perverse and backwards, but, like, somebody just being, like, I want to fuck you, like, makes me less uncomfortable to some degree of, because I'm, like, okay, like, I get what you get out of that, right? Right. When it's, like, I want to hold your hand, I'm, like, oh, wow, you just, like. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me I, I thought you were going to go the other way and say it was, like, proprietary. Like, it's, like, a, a way of grabbing someone and showing sort of that you're. Like, both your intentions, but also there's, like, a, a power dynamic there, right? Like, if you grab someone, that can be assault. That's, like, a, oh. um, an intense gesture. And see, I have such low self-esteem that I think that in my experience when I've had people hold my hands, it's been like, oh, look, he's really proud of me. Oh. And that's also. been a dynamic as well. I don't know if you've experience that yeah to bring it back to being gay if you grow up where you're a little bit uncomfortable with public expressions of your sexuality like holding hands and i'll still see two like 16 year old boys walking down the street holding hands and be like oh progress absolutely because it's just so bold it's so um it's not an arm over the shoulder or walking close like there's no way of misreading that signal if two guys are holding hands they're clearly saying sort of outwardly to the world you know like we're in love we're not just yes we're not just sleeping with each other this is not just like a sex thing like we're a romantic couple. I don't yeah. Know. I think that sweetness is why I recoil from it. In my personal life, <laughs> I love seeing other people holding hands. It's adorable, it, yeah. but it's pure <laughs> romance, which makes me deeply uncomfortable. Pure romance, On, yeah. on my first uh, date with my husband, Pat Dixon, I, at the time I was doing this kind of like paid dating project where I was like going on dates with all these different guys to find a Valentine's Day date. Mm-hmm. And so it was very... Um, yeah, for, for, for a, no, for a oh. bunch of articles and mm-hmm. also it was like paid spokesperson kind of thing for yeah. a dating website. And uh-huh. so it was stunt date after stunt date, you know, um, showing up on a date saying here, I got you an engagement chicken, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. seeing how a guy reacted. And so with Pat, the whole stunt was, I'm going to start the date with a list of relationship expectations. And I actually, um, considered having on there you know, don't say I love you or hold my hand, you know, too soon. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm kind of over, I'm, yeah. I'm over a lot of those issues. And the most um, intense moment on our date came when I was like nervously shredding a napkin because I didn't mm. expect us to have such an intense connection. And he reached over and he, you know, grabbed my hand and held it. Mm-hmm. And it was so completely earnest. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's what you're talking it's how about. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, everyone can talk and snark and best week ever, you know, yeah. put downs. That's the language of our culture now. But how often can you say, I like you? Is part of this whole thing about like hands as physical objects? Like, are, is, are, Maureen, are you like grossed out by hands or like find a lot of people's hands like off putting? No, I'm not one of those people. Although it was really my wife interesting. says my hands are her favorite of my qualities. Oh. See, I, you know, maybe it is because I felt kind of uncomfortable when you're like, my hands are gorgeous and like held them out. To I don't me. think they're especially nice looking. They're like <laughs> yeah, fine. That's obscene. No. Put them away. <laughs> Too soon, man. <laughs> she thinks her best quality on herself is her toe alignment. She's like, oh, this is a, oh, she's such like a. 
Symmetry care person. for yeah. oh yeah that's such like detail oriented are you guys appendage models as, um... <laughs> in our spare time okay yeah. yeah that's nice yeah um i mean there is that you know obviously the whatever misinformation about like hands correlating to penis size i've heard lots of women that will be like i love his hands or like his fine you know like i feel like it's like fetishized to some degree does it go the other way do people care about women's hands they certainly put attention into their hands right there's a whole industry around women taking care of their hands and yeah true manicures and and all of that and like old veiny hands are kind of gross but um yeah it, a... it, it's, it's a giveaway i mean it's like madonna can yeah. you know pay for as much right. plastic surgery as she wants but she better keep on those black leather gloves there's still she's... no hand job in the context of plastic surgery you get a nose job you can get a exactly a... good yeah. point <laughs> i also the personally find job. like long nails kind of gross like i know that's basically out of style like most women mm-hmm. don't do that but when i do see a woman with like long manicured nails i feel like it's like really unsanitary seeming to me like all the shit that would get caught under there. I don't know. I'm like so conscious of not holding my hands above the table right now because like there's so much budget on our hands. You're, you're, you're being bold, man. Yeah, you're so bold, Mandy, <laughs> holding your hands uh, on the table. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't yeah. know. I find it relaxing to like play with my ring and, you know. Well, it's interesting to now be in our like weird election cycle of talking about hands as like sexual proxies, which is such a strange stereotype and connection. Do you want to know a very um, creepy sexual hand Uh-oh. move that what? that I've done and I've had done to me? Yeah. Uh, can I show it to you? <laughs> yes. Are you okay. going to do it to me? Or yeah, I'm going to you... do it to you. Okay. Okay. And people are going to hear. Narrate no, no, what just... you're doing. Okay. So oh. reach out and shake my hand. Okay. Um, yes. Do the other one. I'm, I'm better oh, okay. with that. Okay. So. Ew, gross. Yeah. That's so, gross. That she did the thing where she exactly. stroked yeah. my palm with her fingers. Yeah. And and I why is that the creepiest thing in the world? Because you're imitating. You're saying this is what I would do if Ew. I was hand jobbing you. Because that's what you know oh, someone does. Is that how your hand jobs work, Mandy? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just no, a lot. No, but I I mean I have I will never forget. I was um, 18, and my dad um, was at some you know military uh, gala, and he's blind. So that's where a lot of my issues come from, I think, is just my dad maybe not being able to protect me sometimes oh. from lustful gazes and actions and things. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, uh, a sergeant um, coming up and doing that to my sh- my shoulder. Ew. And I, you know, that's in the repertoire of my spank bank, you know, like I get Ugh. turned on by fucked up things. Uh-huh. Um, but it was such a, I mean, that's literally, you know, an inch movement of your index finger. Totally. And that's what an imprint it made on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, I've had it done on the inside of my forearm like that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unwanted. But. Yeah, no, I mean, it can be, I, I had someone, I had an editor at the Post do that. Uh, to me and I was like oh are you showing me how you would finger me I was like oh that's a great move and he was like holy shit I'm never doing that to you again you know (laughs) like I just so dressed him down and Uh I mean I'm not you know I wasn't I was a little intense then but yeah (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate your intensity on the topic of Trump and his hands I just is not sexual but I actually feel like this whole the whole thing about the short fingered thing has been misunderstood I think that that put down was like they weren't saying that Trump had short fingers. Totally. They were saying that he was this archetype of like 
a vulgar person who has short fingers. Totally. Graydon what? Carter has said that, that yeah. he was a short-fingered vulgarian, which means unsophisticated. Yeah. It's like this idea that if you said someone had aristocratic fingers, you would mean they had long, elegant fingers. Right. Or if you called them a mouth breather, it would yeah, literally mean that they were breathing totally. out of their mouth. If you have long fingers, it means you're dexterous and you can do sort of sophisticated things. You can play a violin. If you have short fingers, you're like this crass, ham-fisted caveman. Isn't it so appropriate things. that in the way that we dealt with that, that the most unsophisticated interpretation is now the one that will live forever. Well, I think part of it, that's how Trump really received it. Yeah. He was like, this couldn't be anything but a like challenge to my manhood. Well, there's such a great part of that story where apparently for years he was like circling pictures of his of his fingers in photographs and mailing them to Graydon Carter saying like, look, not so small uh, in, his, in his proprietary gold Sharpie. Apparently it happened until like 2011. That's it so, really hurt him. I mean, I was actually wondering when you were saying that's obviously debunked that uh, there is a correlation. Is it? Because I mean, I've never yes. I've never looked into it. Okay, so I would In be fact, interested to hear that. Um, hand and foot size correlate with each other. It's pre- pretty established, but they do not correlate with penis. Like that one doesn't. However, and by the way, the study I'm getting this from is a 2011 study from the Asian Journal of Andrology, but it's actually about your ring finger to index finger ratio. The longer the ring finger in proportion to the index. So if your pointer finger is a lot shorter than your ring finger, that suggests that you had a lot of testosterone fetally while in the womb, and then you probably have a big penis. (laughs) Ben has folded his hands and hid them under the table. (laughs) No, it's a a little longer for those listening at home. I'm in the same boat. You you didn't answer what the it was, though, so I suppose we can leave that ambiguous if we do. We've been talking about hand jobs, hand size, fetishes, and also Donald Trump's penis with Mandy Statmiller and Ben Reiniga. All right, on to voicemails. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were joined by Mona Chalabi, who gave us tons of fascinating stats about things like what time of day people prefer to have sex. A great episode if you guys haven't heard it. Anyway, towards the end of the show, Mona mentioned that she was interested in hearing from older virgins, and this week we heard from one. Hi, Sex Five. I am kind of an old virgin. I'm 24. Um, I live in New York, and I have friends, and I have a social life, and I drink, and all of that, um, but I've never had sex um, because I've never had a boyfriend. It's just, like, because of confidence issues and, like, other things hasn't happened for me. There's nothing religious going on. I'm not waiting for marriage, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of awkward. Um, I've taken to just straight up lying and making up sex stories when I talk about it with my friends. I never pretend that I have someone that I'm currently hooking up with because I think I would probably get caught pretty easily. But um, I used to live not in New York, and so I often make up stories about guys that I met when I didn't live in New York um, because there's no way that I would ever get caught. And... I don't know. It's just easier uh, to lie than to constantly explain that I'm totally normal, but I'm just 24 and I've never had sex. Um, hoping to hoping to start soon. Heard it's pretty good. Anyways, that's my two cents. Any other weirdly old virgins out there? Totally okay to lie to avoid judgment of your peers. I guess I'm on board with lying, but I would just, she should also just have sex with someone, it sounds like. Yeah, or it is okay to be a virgin. It is also like, who cares? Like, your sex life is your sex life. I feel like, I mean, it's one thing to lie to like somebody who you actually are going to have sex with because that person is like a vested interest in a certain level of honesty. But like, I don't know. 
I definitely like um, lied in my like when I was obviously young and of losing virginity age and like multiple men out there think they took my virginity at this point <laughs> and like <laughs> oh you lied after oh yeah, yeah that I was like you're the first one <laughs> you have to write that. that up that's so funny <laughs> I yeah. should I really I really am <laughs> it's so that, confusing yeah, for me stop. all I can do is give a laborious hand job because I've never tried this before <laughs> Um, I will say that like there's an actually... there's a problem when it, when you're too gentle. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I do also think though that everyone I know who lost their virginity later that there was like this like crazy buildup and whatnot, and they're like, oh, that's all. Yeah, that was definitely my feeling after I lost my virginity. Was like, oh, that. Uh, <laughs> it was not like heaven opened and uh, angels sang and you know bouncing my step. It was like, huh, all right. Yeah, not not to take away <laughs> things to look forward to to Miss Twenty Four and Lion, but um. There are still thrilling things out there for you, but there are thrilling things in the world of sex, regardless of like what the particular act that you're waiting around for is. Yeah, next year you'll be old enough to rent a car. <laughs> yeah, you've got time, girl. She is not old. That is not an old virgin. That is no, like... not at all. I don't think you really are old until let's say give her one more year, and then you <laughs> just know. like whatever one year older than me is is going to be when she's old. It's a pressure packed year, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A reminder, you guys can always reach us at 646-494-3590. This week, call us with your thoughts on hand jobs or otherwise. <laughs> uh, and that's it for Sex Lives This Week. We're produced by Sam Dingman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. See you next week, and thanks for listening.